What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. And this episode is now free from our uh, voice, or what What are they called? The thing that Hooch always runs. No, Why am I blanking the, on the name? Um, sound effects? Sound, yes, yes, the sound effects. We're free from the sound effects this time. And, uh, oh, I should probably finish off. I am Hebrew Hammer. And uh, this, of course, is Muggin that you just heard. Yo. And uh, there is no Dehooch, as I was saying. We are free from the sound bites this time, so you don't have to worry about changing your volume every time whenever he does something. Uh-oh. Yippee skippy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, this week he is uh, away uh, from doing something. I don't even remember what. But he's birthday not party for it. the children's. That's right. Birthday party. Valid reason, I'd say. Valid mm-hmm. reason. Acceptable. And uh, just for all of you guys to hear, I'm not sure if you've already noticed or not, but my mic quality is not the same as normal because I'm on vacation and I did not bring my big bulky microphone with me. So we are stuck with a good old classic Apple microphone for me today. Mm. Sounds sounds pretty good. You You said I sound pretty solid, though. I sound fine. There we go. Good enough, I think, is what we're looking for here. For for today, (laughs) good enough will do. Every other day, we accept perfection only. Exactly. Uh, but let me go ahead and get the shameless shilling out of the way, of course. So, uh, first of all, our patrons, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. And for all of you guys interested in pot- potentially being a patron yourselves, make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash ANRpod, where you can figure out all of the different tiers that we have and all the perks that come with them. And then, of course, you can join our public Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR, where you can come talk to us and everyone else in the community about everything and anything just go to the role assignment section and click on anything that interests you and uh of course the last thing you can do that really helps us out is go to apple Podcasts, give us those five star reviews that really helps out a whole bunch so please do that and it's totally free so there you go end of the shameless shilling very nice quick and quick and easy um i guess it will be definitely a shorter week inherently because we don't (laughs) hooch always has the most to say for what he did this week Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's we'll go ahead and kick it off. So it doesn't help that there's not much going on. There are things that happened, but it's not like there's any earth shattering, yeah, no, like um, world super breaking, super big releases yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess in in light of that, what did you do this week? I had a pretty chill week. I was very busy at work. I had a big presentation, mm-hmm. but um, I did get some more triangle strategy played, and the entire first like. Two hours of that game is all world building dialogue and and setup. Mm-hmm. It is a very epic amount of crap to get through, um, but it really does. Really? Yeah, yeah. But it really does. Like, I mean, they introduce you to like twenty or thirty characters and all kinds of political intrigue and like build. You know, wh- where the world's been, where it's going, what's currently happening, who you are, who your family is, who the bad A lot of world are. building in there. Yeah. yeah, so they get a lot of that up front, and then they're kind of like, all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm still kind of chomping through that a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'm cool with it. If it gives yeah. me a good story, I'm all about it, you know? I'm still somewhat interested. I think I've just decided to wait until you're finished with it to see... If you think it's worth it or not, I will let you know. There we go. Um, also, I watched the last Scream that came out, the requel or whatever you call them, the Scream mm-hmm. twenty twenty 
one or twenty twenty two or some crap. Um, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, you uh, so yeah, it was it was funny. Um, it was interesting. Uh, they did a good job of kind of basically soft rebooting it. Um, so that was good. Um, and then we watched upload season two. Finish that up. How was it? Too short. Too short. Too short. Yeah, I thought. So I thought it was good. Uh, I enjoyed. How many it. episodes was the first Se- season? Uh, ten. It was ten. Okay. And this one was so three, seven. Three episodes shorter. Yeah. But I mean, it, when you're that's like a thirty percent, right? So it's thirty percent shorter. Yeah. That's a pretty big chunk. And they're short episodes to begin with, right? They're thirty minutes each. Yeah, I believe they're only thirty minute episodes, so it's it's really yeah. short. Um, they get a they get through a lot, but it doesn't have, like for me, it didn't have like the oomph that the first season had. Um, but it, it definitely had its moments. It they there was some really interesting stuff that they went through, and um, it's definitely. I mean, talk about ending on a cliffhanger. It's literally like you're going, you're going, you're going, and it's like you might as well just run into a brick wall. Um, you know, and you're just like, what the, so we were like, what it's over. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So it felt, it felt cut short as opposed to like, here's a cliffhanger for you, you know? Yeah. Especially since it it took so long to get this season out. And so it feels short after waiting this long. And I'm kind of wondering to myself, how long is it going to take them to bring out the next season? And uh, not only that, but I, I don't think I, I I would be not surprised, I'll say, if we don't get another season, because, I mean, there was hype for the first season. Then it came out. It got some bad press. Um, but then I think overall it was like, OK, the, but it has a strong core following, you know, mm-hmm. and then it takes forever to come out and they didn't do much marketing at all they just kind of dropped it yeah and uh so i don't know if it's going to have nearly enough pull to validate a third season so i I don't know we'll have to see but hopefully if we do have a third season hopefully we do have a third season. yeah i mean i almost wonder if they actually already shot the third season and they just divided it up yeah they just shot like 15 or 20 episodes, you know, whatever, and they and they chopped it in half because, like... It just feels so like they have to have the rest so of it. It's so abrupt, yeah. Like, right. like it, it, it's literally, like, almost, like, in the middle of a scene. So it's like, to continue wow. forward, they need to literally pick up exactly where they are, which is like, why would you not hold wait, a like, set that long? Right, you know and not I mean? wait like three years to do it. Yeah. yeah, well, and that was another thing. Like, you remember how he has his niece, the the girl with the curly hair? I forget her name yeah. right now. Yeah. And she, you know, in the season one, she stays over with Ingrid, and there's it's kind of like a moment where you find out that Ingrid really isn't like a worthless piece of trash because yeah. she's like nice and, and to her and all that stuff. She's well, trying. Yeah. yeah. And um, so she comes back, and she is like, she hit the growth spurt, right? So she is like, very obviously much bigger but in, oh the, God. <laughs> in the beginning of this of the season they talk about how it's you know you saw the first couple episodes right yeah so you know like and this isn't like a secret or anything but it's like they basically said oh yeah i was down there for two two months or whatever so yep. it's supposed to be like a two-month gap between right. the end and of season like, one and the end of season two happened? and then the, and they talk about oh my god look how big you've gotten so they like actually bring it up 
But it's like yeah. many, it's like multiple years of growth versus like this happens in two months. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, so it's just very um, abrupt and doesn't really right they don't yeah they don't really bring it up or talk about it very much but it was something that i noticed from a continuity that was kind of weird but i mean that's just kind of nitpicking but but that's the problem with having such big gaps if you have like child actors you can get really boned like look at game of thrones do you know what i mean like the kid that played bran like when he hit his his like pubescent growth spurt was like a complete change of human being like he didn't even yeah, resemble absolutely. the kid that he was, and I don't know if that helped or hurt them in the long run. But you know, you gotta be careful. I think it hurt shit. them for sure, considering yeah. that character specifically was a point of a lot of contention. So. Yeah. But okay, well, so at least we know. I mean, good enough to watch though, right? You saw season one; it's good enough to go back to. Oh yeah, I mean, I I think it's definitely worth watching both seasons, even if it doesn't get another one. It's it's a good ride. Okay. Cool. All right, well, my week was uh, fairly simple, actually, uh, because I've been gone most of the time, so it's been involved with uh, you know, watching TV for, for older people and stuff like that. <laughs> with my grandparents. Um, but, you know, of course, played some Genshin. Um, been playing some TFT on the phone, of course. But nothing, nothing too new in either one of those. I mean, I'm about to get into some new stuff with Genshin, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's been a very, very uh, lax week from video game world and basically anything nerdy. So, um, not much to say there. I'm trying to think, did I watch any particular shows? No. I will say this, as far as, like, you know, something to watch on the History Channel, this is, you know, not really uh, new, I don't think. But um, Foods That Built America, are you aware of it? Mm-mm. Okay. Badass show, just for anyone that's watching. Badass show, show talks about all of the it, and recreates all of the um, crazy drama that that's happened between uh, like the the known food companies that we have today, like Nabisco, McDonald's, Burger King, all the different rivalries and everything. Really cool show. I'm not going to go into it beyond that, but just worth a watch if anyone's interested. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the movies and TV. Just so you guys know, this is going to be a shorter week. Um, as I said, I am on vacation, and honestly, not much has happened this week, so it kind of works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. But uh, kicking it off with the movies and TV section, we did have some pretty interesting news come in. Christopher Lloyd will be in Mando Season 3. That's an interesting one. What do you think about that? Oh, dude, I think that could be awesome. Let's get some Doc Brown up in there. Um <sighs> I don't know if maybe it's like because I, I don't know, I don't I don't get the whole Doc Brown thing. I thought he was good and like he was a funny, cool character in uh, Back to the Future, but but I don't know. Beyond that, I haven't seen anything interesting from him like ever. So uh, he's he's been in some stuff here him. and there, but like his his character was so like um unique. I think. Mm-hmm would be the word that i would use um that it was just like i think he kind of got stuck there you know um yeah but it'll be interesting you know star wars generally does pretty good with like cameos for famous people so true be interested in to see like kind of how that works out yeah i will say what's her name from that from mando that was like the 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 shipyard lady 
you know, her her little role was pretty slick. Wait, um, she's a celebrity? Yeah, she's like a I think she's like a stand-up comedian or something like that. That's that's was well known back oh, in shit, back I, in the day. I had no idea. I thought that was like this was the first time I had ever seen her in my <laughs> life. I th- I thought she was actually annoying for most of the show, but then I actually kind of started to like her a bit towards the end, so I warmed up on her. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, she did end up playing a, a character I actually, you know, gave a shit about in the end. Uh, Timothy Olyphant, obviously, like, fucking oh, yeah, crushes it. Yeah, T- Timothy Olyphant is always good. Did you ever watch um, uh, Santa, Santa Clarita Diet? <laughs> I tried watching the first season, and honestly, I mean, he did great. But I gotta say, uh, what's her face? Um, his his wife, the the main chick there. What's her name? Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's like some of the worst, in my opinion, some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life from an actor. She like she overacted everything. It was super weird to me to watch. I don't know if you got that, but for me, I couldn't stop thinking that the whole time. Oh, I thought she did fine. Oh, we love that show. He he was just everything you could want in a character in that show. So I really did love him in that. Yeah, but I just, it was her that kept me from going to the second season. So, um, yeah. But either way, I'm so glad that he's in it. Now, I forgot. Did we... Well, I guess I can't say things that happened. Yeah, well, let's, we'll, we'll not talk about it. I don't know if, if spoilers are okay with that yet or not, so... Yeah. We'll so she was she was in um is Amy Sedaris and she was in I don't know if you know who what Strangers with Candy. This no it's a stand-up troupe from like the late uh 99 2000 era. Mm-hmm. So she was one of the main characters in that stand-up troupe and then she's done like a lot of voice acting and then mm-hmm. she's also done a lot of um you know she she's done her own she had a TV series um you know, she's been in a lot of voice acting, like I said, um, a lot of cartoon work like BoJack Horseman, Puss in Boots, okay. Steven Universe, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, a lot of TV shows. She's been around quite a, quite a bit. Um, okay. So what about? Yeah. So anyway, that's what about, that what about what her? Was. What was the what she, was the character? Then? She was the one who played um, the Starship Lady. Oh, that was her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Peli Moto. Well, yeah. Well, so in in that case, yeah. Like I hope that they do. It seems like they do justice to everyone, even the ones that I, I didn't even know mm-hmm. were special. So yeah, I mean, hopefully they do well with him. He just seems so aloof in the last thing I saw him, but mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they will definitely, um, you know, I guess give him the right character to make him pop on screen. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but next, this is the big one. This is an interesting one. So, Miss Marvel trailer just dropped, mm-hmm. and it's gotten mixed responses to say the very least. What do you think about this? Oh, I gotta go first. Well, okay, I'll go first on this. So, I mean, so we all know that the normal uh, power of hers was like body expansion, right? She can do anything she wants with her body, basically. And in this version, she now has like energy powers. Well, it's even um, it's even crazier than that. So she's an inhuman, right? In the original right. comics, right? So she was exposed to the Terrigen Mist, and that activated her inhuman. Blah blah blah. But since the Inhumans right. 
for some reason are like off limits, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like mutants, right? We don't even really know exactly how they're going to bring them into the MCU, but for some reason, right. I think because of like agents with agents of Shield did a lot of Inhuman stuff that they're just like, and then of course the Inhuman show that it came out at some point was supposedly terrible. I never watched it. Um, yeah, the Hulu uh, series, yeah, but good. I think because of that Hulu series, they may not be able to actually use Inhumans because they may not have the rights back yet. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like the mutant thing with Fox. So um, they're basically having her powers come from a Kree bracelet that she finds. Right. So she puts the, she puts the bracelet on and she's basically, it's interesting because it it kind of ties into the whole, like her favorite character, you know, her idol is Captain Marvel. And now she's technically getting Kree based cosmic power which is what powers Captain Marvel. So it actually kind of further ties her to that character. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I definitely get that part of it, but there's a, my, my issue is, is that a, you know, they're changing the whole structure of how she works as far as, you know, a, a superhero or her abilities, which, mm-hmm. you know, I can, I can get kind of on board with, but at the same time, so it's a Cree bracelet. I don't remember Cree bracelets doing shit like this. Okay, so I will remember? admit I will admit I have not seen Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. I, I honestly have like no interest in seeing it. I, I didn't like <laughs> when I saw Captain I, I skipped it when I saw Captain Marvel in like the Avengers when she mm-hmm. made her I was like, This chick sucks. Like I want yeah. nothing to do with this. So Free Larson in general is a bit annoying. So. Yeah, so and and from everything I've heard, like I haven't had anything I haven't seen anything where someone where I've been like, Oh crap, that's from Captain Marvel. I gotta watch that. Like literally nothing. Right. Um anyway, so the um so I don't know about I don't know about all that. I do know that the Kree know how to infuse people with cosmic power because that's kinda how you know, Captain Marvel got her juice, right? Was, you know, absorbing part Not of it. Not really. Well, didn't he, she get power from the Infinity Stone? She got power from the Infinity Stone, which uh, one of, like, the, like, a Kree exile basically found the stone and tried to make it a, a, like, a motor out of it. And then someone shot the motor. She shot the motor or something like that. And then the motor exploded and gave her powers. Mm. It was pretty stupid. Uh, I thought it was it, it had yeah, so I thought it was more like the Adam Warlock thing where she no. was like engineered by the Kree. No, not at all. So they so like the Kree, I mean, they have um, you know, like advanced technology, but, but I I don't recall any seeing anything like what she's doing in in the Kree technology that we saw at least. Granted right. it's been a little bit, so maybe it's way better now. I don't know. But Well not only that, but um, where did it come from? In the in the trailer it looks like she just pulls it out of a box in her garage. Yeah, exactly. I still don't understand that part. That's what, so th- there's so many question marks on this right now. And it now could for be me. just editing, right? That could just be all uh, like a like a red herring, right? Where they just like show her digging in a box and then they show the, the, the reveal of the bracelet that actually happens somewhere else at some other time. Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? And like she finds it in a lab or something stupid. You know what I mean? Or at a museum. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it could just be you know clever editing to throw you off the scent, but 
Yeah. I don't like I, the fact that they've completely changed her power set because I think it kind of diminishes her a little bit personally. Exactly. Especially yeah. when she's she's like a really strong character for like representation. Exactly. You know, which they even yeah. bring it up in the trailer. They're like, you know, the brown girl from the Bronx doesn't get to be the superhero. Do you know what I mean? Like she yeah. literally says that, right? And it's like, oh well, nope, yeah, you are. Um Yeah, and that's that's kind of one of the things is that like there isn't anything I hate whenever they do this, but like for me, and I'm sure I differ from a lot of other people, but I just hate whenever your power is tied to like a specific item. Yeah, you know I was about I mean? to say the same thing. The power isn't actually hers. It diminishes her because anyone could grab that bracelet and snap exactly. it on and take her power set versus the real Miss Marvel. She's a mutant, an inhuman. And mm-hmm. because of that, no it's one can be power. like her. No one can be her. She is exactly. her and her power is hers. And I like exactly. I, I like that better. Like, it's fine to have characters that get their powers from other things. Do you know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. even even like when you look at like Doctor Strange, right? So he has an innate magic ability that is then amplified by the fact that he has the eye of Agamemnon or whatever it is. You know, the the, right. the time stone or right? Is it the time stone? Anyway, it's got an infinity stone in it, right? So. That, that adds to his power, but without it, he's still Doctor Strange, and he's casting magic spells, and he's summoning portals, and he's doing all kinds exactly. of crazy shit. So you don't diminish his power set by giving him an item. You just make him stronger. Exactly. So, so and, and that's exactly why I'm just not as much of a fan here, because it's literally like, oh, my someone took my bracelet off. Now I'm worthless. Well, yeah, and I'm afraid, I, I'm really afraid that that's actually going to be part of the plot. Oh, I'm sure. It, I'm that, 100% like, sure. She gets be. the, you know, she spends half the show getting the power and then she's got it for a couple of episodes and then someone steals it or, yeah, or gets it away the- from her. And then she's like, I can still be, you know, it's that kind of, it's like, it becomes tropey, you know, I can yeah. still be a hero and, you know, and then maybe there's some latent ability that she gets from wearing it for so long or something. I don't know. Because all it fucking takes is belief to be a fucking superhero. Right. So I could, I mean, uh, I, I could see some cheesy, some cheesy shit happening, but. Um, I'm just hoping that they don't go that route. I hope they just like if she gets a bracelet, let her have the bracelet and just move on with your life. Don't don't make it like a, I got it, then I lose it, and now I have to earn it back. Kind of yeah, thing. exactly. Well, yeah, I just well, I, I would actually prefer it, and I doubt that they'll go this route, but I would prefer it if like somehow the power of the bracelet transfers into her. Yeah, like and it's permanent, that, and then the bracelet's like junk. Yeah, I mean, I think that's even dumber because at that point, why not just forego the bracelet and just give it to her in a different way you know well i so, mean it, it comes in i mean at that point it becomes like legal stuff but it, you know but i mean like they the did they, they did a similar thing with miss marvel too where as far as like how she got her ability ability it's like, you mean it's, captain it's innate, marvel or yeah sorry captain marvel like it's innate now but i mean she got it from an explosion of you know of an infinity gem yeah yeah, so I mean, it was a weak ass excuse then, but I mean, I still don't understand why she's the most powerful being in the world whenever their vision has a affinity so plugged in his fucking head. And he's yeah, I was about to say head. it's like the same. It's like yeah, I, it, maybe it's just which the Infinity Stone in specific that she absorbed, and because she's absorbed it, she's like a living Infinity Stone. Um, and the only but thing the more Infinity powerful Stone than is still is, there. Well, so yeah, like but but you have to have it to harness it versus like she just has it all the time. I don't know. But I mean, like it was it, like the Infinity Stone itself is still like right, right. So it, I would imagine like it only be like if anything like a, she absorbed like a fraction of the power. Well, yeah, I don't know. 
you know they make things work the way they work and it doesn't matter how i how i interpret them so yeah but anyways it's it's interesting to to see what will happen with that um but as we said like there's a lot of we're in a trope minefield now (laughs) so we'll see we'll see how it goes it's yeah for me real quick one last thing the Mm -hmm. the thing that's interesting to me is that you had an opportunity to have another younger hero right because she's still in high school you know just like peter parker was and you can take it in a very different direction to show another side of that Mm -hmm. kind of world and i hope they don't like squander that opportunity to show like a more powerful younger hero um yeah because we know the plan is that she become you know this all leads to the movie the marvels right so we know that she's gonna jump from the small screen to the big screen so this needs to be strong enough to support that transition and make us care enough about her and not go well that was stupid because if if in the end this show gets the that was stupid moniker it's going to be a real problem for for the MCU going forward when they're they're basically like hedging their bets on a whole like team of these people yeah they're flagshipping a team with a character that's considered stupid yeah so yeah so we'll we'll have to see i do like you know I did like the style outside of that. I guess a good thing to say would be that I did like the style of how they were shooting it. It felt like a, you know, kind of teenage drama, young, younger teenage yeah. drama kind of thing, which do I thought think, was just an interesting. Do you style think they're going to keep the, um, the stuff with like where she saw like the neon horns and the like thought bubbles and stuff like that? Do you think they'll actually keep that in the show or do you think that think was so. just for the trailer? Because I kind of hope no, no, that they no, do I, keep it because I, I think that'll make it, it unique. Show. And that, and that also yeah. like leads to like a good use of, of this type of space is to experiment with new things that you, you can't really just do that in a movie. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that they will 100% keep it. I would be shocked if they didn't because I, I think it really adds to that same vibe that I felt they were going for anyways, just exemplified it. So Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. yeah we'll have to see. But um, yeah, let's talk about one thing that is for sure going to be badass, and that is Chris Pine talks a little bit about the D&D movie. <laughs> So go ahead and tell us a little bit about that one. So I I was looking somewhere and I came across this this like like soundbite like you know like Chris Pine says the D and D movies is the D and D movies are gonna be awesome. So I I dug up what he said and apparently he was having an interview with um, Slash Film and he said. Mm-hmm. The way that I've been describing it is it's like Game of Thrones mixed with a little Princess Bride, just a smidge of Holy Grail. It's somewhere in that bar park. It's a lot of fun. And then he goes on to say, it's poppy, it's 80s heartfelt, there's even a bit of Goonies in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like... Okay, so like if you can actually every, every land good that, thing yeah. to ever come out, yeah. basically. If you could land Thrones plus Princess Bide plus Monty Python's Holy Grail, like I mean you you're you're standing on a gold mine. So Exactly. I I certainly and I expressed this to you already, but like I certainly hope that's the case because that sounds just astoundingly awesome, right? Right. But um at least assuming that the Game of Thrones part is the earlier part. Oh, I, I suppose they are probably talking about the books, referencing the books more than the show. It may but, ju- um, I think yeah, it might just have to do with like some of the political intrigue and like weight of it all, yeah. you know what I mean? But so it, it in that light, you know, I I hope that it is as awesome as it says, but it does worry me that like when someone's like literally putting like all of the greats in the one thing and saying it's just like all those and it's from an IP that is 
you know typically failed before in in like you know as far as screen adaptations Mm -hmm. um i'm a little (laughs) i'm a little curious to see what will happen there Uh, i i'm optimistic but i'm definitely cautiously optimistic but they got a great cast a bigger cast than i ever thought that they would have had with with an ip like this um but so yeah i mean i i i really hope that it's as fucking awesome as they say it is because especially in this day and age if they really nail it like it could go far you know beyond just oh yeah for sure so so yeah Definitely, definitely hope that's the case. Be nice to see um, some some just sword and sorcery bullshit run around, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, but next we have something that's really cool. It's going to be coming out. I believe it's the twenty sixth of this month that's going to be coming. Um, but it's Tiny Tina. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's right. That's the full title. Now you're skipping around on me. Am I? Yeah. What I do here? We're up here. Oh shoot! I <laughs> uh, never mind. Scratch that. We're not there yet, people. Oh, I went all the way to three items down in the gaming list. He was so excited right. about that D and D. You're just like, let me, let me I, skip. I've actually looked at it like three times already. We'll be there so, in yeah. a second. Um, Don't worry, we'll be there in a second. All right. Tiny Tina is yeah. coming. Shutting out the uh, the movies and TV area. So we have the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is that movie about. Uh, it, it's. The movie about uh, what's his it's name? Nicolas Nick Cage. Cage playing Nicolas playing Cage, Nick Cage in a movie. Yeah, and it apparently, I guess, has rave reviews at a perfect tomato meter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what apparently it's like. Yeah, it's it's apparently it's it did really really good at South by Southwest, um, and everybody is like all about it. It looks like it's gonna be hilarious. And apparently, I, I mean, I like definitely agree. Crazy good, the bromance between him and Pedro Pascal, who's not painting himself; he's playing an actual character. So, right. So, from what I can gather, Nicolas Cage is playing himself, but every other actor that you're seeing in the movie is playing a character. They're not playing themselves. So, like, you see, right. um, oh god, his name—I just lost his name. Neil Patrick Harris is in it, but he's not Neil Patrick Harris. He's Right. He's um, Nicholas Cage's agent, right? And Pedro Pascal right. is playing a millionaire. You know that that's another character. So, I think it, it has an opportunity to be pretty, pretty hilarious because they're really leaning into the whole like, you know, the Nick Nick Cage, n- trope the Nick Cage ness yeah. of Nick Cage. So yeah, which I I love that he's doing that because he's been kind of on the off foot for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, there's just like he is such an icon regardless because he. He, he, there is that Nick Cageism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that you, exists in movies. Did but. you see um, the color out of space? No, I was gonna say that was actually one of the next things I was gonna say. I haven't seen like that much of his work, mm-hmm. so I I can't like I don't think I'll get as quite as much of it like as any you know anyone that's like a little bit older than me I mm-hmm. think would have. Um, but I think I'll probably go back and watch a few of his big hits like i never saw face off and hmm. stuff like that so i think i need to go back and watch a few of his of his hits face off con air con um, air yeah that's right this one i've heard was, of a lot uh, i'd have to look i just i mean there's shit tons if, yeah, if nicholas cage is in the amounts. movie you just you just watch it um right uh the um, I, my raising arizona which was one of his one of his never, very never it's one movie. of his very early movies. Um, My experience with him is National Treasure and Ghost Rider. 
Uh, National Treasure is good. National Treasure is very good. The I Rock. Mean, the, that's another good one. Haven't seen that. Leaving Las Vegas. What else? Um, but I do think, like, you want to see... Um, uh, what's it called? Um, God, now I've lost it. I mean, they specifically mentioned like the rock in there. So I, I need to watch it. Yeah. Rock uh, face off con air, um, are like that big chunk of movies there. Big he three. did in the mid to late nineties that were like huge. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, raising so, Arizona was the one I was talking about. That's, that's, a, that's one of his of, earlier ones, uh, late eighties. Um, that was the one he did right after Peggy Sue got married, which was kind of like one of his breakout. Okay. Well, yeah, so, I mean, obviously a lot there, so I'm going to definitely look into it. But, yeah, this is one of those ones where whenever we saw it, like my dad especially, whenever we saw mm-hmm. the trailer for it, he was like, oh, my God, like, this is going to be awesome. So <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I definitely want to watch this. I think we're going to have a really good time. And I'm glad that he's one of those actors uh, that can make fun of himself, obviously, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So one that, of the, I would good. say watch color out of space though, that he did that one in 2019. It's a, it's based off of a um, HP Lovecraft store, short story. And it's, uh-huh. it is, the movie is amazing. Um, very, very good. Okay. Um, so that, that would definitely be worth taking a look at. Um, other another one that I heard that was really supposed to be really good was Mandy. I heard is supposed to be pretty pretty nuts. Never even heard that one. When did it come out? Uh, twenty eighteen. It was an independent. He's been doing a lot of independent films, so like that. Yeah, I do know um, that. Uh, Pig, this new one, Pig, that just came out in twenty twenty one, and then he did that Willy's Wonderland where he was like, which was looked nuts. Um. So yeah, those ones. I don't remember. Them. I need to see but those. Yeah, ones. If, those three are on my I, list. I think if I really enjoy the movie, I think I'll watch those. The, at least the big three that he did before. Mm-hmm. Watch this movie, and then if I really enjoy it, I'll watch his more recent stuff. Yeah, as well. But um, yeah, anyways, anyways, this should be a lot of fun. So I, I am definitely interested to see how that turns out. Here, but um, and now you can do your tiny Tina. Ne- well, I'll I'll go in order. Still, I'll mm-hmm. still go through it in order. So we'll go to gaming. And then we have, uh, so the first thing is, because I love shitting on Blizzard. So oh, two yeah, months before Blizzard Overwatch League starts, still has no sponsors. Yeah, What dude, do you think about this that? This is bad. Um, <laughs> so after the lawsuit filed, Kellogg, State Farm, and Coke all like basically shut down their entire advertising deal with, with the league. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Um, that is not good. Because I don't know if you remember how much it costs to get a team in the Overwatch League. I don't remember. $10 million. Jesus Christ. That's why they're all owned by people who own football teams and baseball teams. Like, all of the Overwatch teams are owned by very, very wealthy sports people. And this was supposed to be that... This was supposed to be the eSport that brought like the sports side of the world into esports like it would get these these right. team owners to buy into esports and then of course they all went and got you know players from Asia Asia and moved them to the states and said oh yeah this guy it, you know he's he's a Texas player but it's like you know he's very obviously from China do you know what i mean and yeah. it was kind of a oh, really yeah. weird 
situation. I mean, that's the case for for all of um, esports now. Like, it, it's basically all you know a- Asian players on teams that have nothing to do with uh, you know the players that are actually supposed to be on them and representing them. Mm-hmm. But it, that's kind of the unfortunate part of it. I I don't know why they do that. I feel like it. I feel like you know for for teams based out in the U.S., like you should probably be USA players, and if you suck, you suck. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but you mean you're going to be for most of the year with a bunch of other sucky U.S. players, so you're good. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's what I how I think it should work. But you know, what do I know? But yeah, I mean, I, I am I am really glad that Overwatch specifically is taking this hit with no sponsors at all because. Um, I mean, as I've said several times before, fuck Blizzard, fuck Overwatch. So they need to get their shit together. Hopefully, this yeah. is just another kick in the ass that makes them go in the in the right direction. I'm really hoping that once um, you know Microsoft, uh, you know, starts to be able to you know, take actual ownership of it, mm-hmm. steer them in any, any direction that they want. Yeah, like uh, here, become the company that was before. Here's here's a like this this sentence alone is just comical. Mm-hmm. Two sentences. Last season, Comcast was the official internet service provider for the league. But now Comcast, which owns Overwatch League team the Philadelphia Fusion, has said they have no current plans to sponsor the league. Jesus Christ. So they own a team. Their team, <laughs> their team is going to play. Right. But they're like, but we as a company want no association with Blizzard. Like, that is not good. Yeah, right? ab- Absolutely. And it doesn't I mean because obviously, like it's not only a hit from like all of the you know culture issues that they've had, mm-hmm. but also there's just definitely like inherently less interest in the IP because it's been stagnating for so long. So it's just no matter what way you look at it, it's just a recipe for fucking disaster. And I really hope that this you know gives them, like I said, another kick in the ass. So we'll have to see about that, but. Um, all of this stuff, in, in my eyes, it's good because hopefully it will create the change that needs yeah. to happen. Yeah, and of course Blizzard is going, oh, no, no, we've got, um, you know, we have uh, discussions with both past and potential new ones. You know, so they're, yeah. they're still saying we've got stuff in the works. It just isn't pens, so we can't put them on the website yet. Yeah, um, only two months before, and they're still it's saying not, and, like, and it's actually it's actually seven weeks. It's not even two full months. It's like seven weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. I mean, I, Jesus. I, all I can say is that I hope that when Microsoft takes this bad boy over, that they can kind of just kind of clean house and get this crap running. Because yeah. I think they're... they're the developers, like not the higher ups, but the like the people that are working there, I think in general are probably good people. I think that yeah. the bad side of them is enabled by the sh- super shitty people. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a thing I took a you know as a manager, you know, a design manager. Mm-hmm. I took I was I took these um, training, like coaching courses, and there was this thing that that my coach taught me about you know, the quality of player, right, on your team, on your, mm-hmm. you know, there's A players, there's B players, there's C players, D players, and the management staff can sway the direction of a player up or down one tier. So if you have, like, a B player, you can bring them up to an A, or if you surround them with C players, they'll actually drop down. Right. And the problem is is that they took their C and their D players and they put them in positions of power, and then it allowed their B player, everyone to get brought down with them, right? So. Right. 
by enabling the bad side of things, you know, people who wouldn't even normally be there get into that peer pressure situation where they feel like they have to do it. And that doesn't excuse the behavior. Like you're still an asshole, but hopefully they can get the right people at the top to start to have that change trickle down. And because I think that's probably one of the strongest opportunities they have to make that happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you there. So, We'll, we'll have to see what happens with them, but either way, yeah, I think that we can both agree that, you know, this kind of stuff just needs to happen right now mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. To, to make the change. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to one thing that I certainly love, and mm-hmm. that is Genshin Impact, the 2.6, um, uh, like a little live stream event for what's all going to be coming in 2.6 just happened, so we know what's going to be in there. I'm assuming you did not watch this, correct? Mm-mm. Nor have any idea of. <laughs> I know I, I read a little bit about it, so I'm not I'm not completely. Okay. I'm not completely well, stupid, but I'm not smart either. So. <laughs> in in the ways of Genshin Impact, yeah. No. Um, well, so basically, we have finally. So we've had a lot of characters that we've really been looking forward to, thanks to leaks and everything like that. One of the biggest ones is finally going to be coming into place. Um, and we're basically going to be getting the brother of one of the big characters that we're looking at from. Um, so Ayato, uh, he's been one that everyone's been screaming to even see in the game as far as the narrative. Because usually you see them in the narrative before you get to play them. But we've only heard mention of him before. Like I said, he's the brother of another really popular character in there. And uh, so finally we got the reveal of him. And he's going to be a character that you can get in this upcoming patch um a little skeptical about his kit i kind of have to see how that plays out a little bit more um the last two characters have been all solid but not really like what i would say as a you know more kind of not free to play i'm not totally free to play in that game uh anymore i've definitely thrown down for certain characters shit tons of money but um like at least in a while, I've just been kind of in save up mode, mm-hmm, naturally mm-hmm. accruing as much currency as I can, because I'm waiting for the big 3.0 release for the new Archon. Mm-hmm. But I'm still willing to throw down on a good character. But so far, all the characters that have come out in the past two three patches have been a little meh. So we'll see what happens there. But um, don't throw your money down immediately. Would only be my my word of caution there, because you just want to see how the kit plays out. Yeah, that's what um, I, a lot of people have. I, a lot of things that I read have kind of said was you know temper expectations and don't um you know don't go bonkers just yet yeah because uh ayaka who is the the sister um who we have already had she's already playable she's one of the best characters in the game she's also coming for a rerun um so you can pick her up in this patch and if you don't have her you definitely want to look at maybe investing in her because she is super strong so definitely be careful whenever you decide who you get here other than that, uh, we also have um, Dainsliff, who's one of the most mysterious characters in the game um, on the narrative side of things. We won't get him as a playable character for a really, really, really long time, I'd imagine. But he's super fucking cool. We're finally seeing the return of him. I think it was like probably probably 2.0, I think, was the last time we saw him. Maybe 2.1, something mm-hmm. like that. So it's been a while, and so everyone's kind of just wants more of that particular part of the story. So We'll be getting more of him here, thank God. And um, then the last kind of thing is that we're going to be seeing uh, another big area open up um, and another really big event. So that'll be cool. 
we are inching closer to 3.0 which is what everyone is really really just dying for so um yeah but it, it's really solid update definitely check it out it's gonna be a lot of fun lots of hype behind this one so yeah mm-hmm. pretty cool um that being said I, I know you don't have too much to comment on that one so we'll just move on <laughs> um tiny tina this is finally we get to talk about tiny tina mm-hmm. so tiny tina wonderland wonderland uh we have it's the borderlands game that we've all been looking forward to it's kind of like D style borderlands you know they have like um like classes that closely resemble D characters and things like that certain takes on them and uh it's really really cool uh the style of play is really interesting and it's got that zaniness that comes exclusively with borderlands um, and, uh, of course the the styling as well the signature style of the cell shading and everything this looks pretty cool i am 100 percent getting it it comes out i believe on the 26th of this month what about you i really want to get it um i always loved borderlands uh i got borderlands 3 but never really got a chance to play it but borderlands 1 and mm-hmm. 2 i put hundreds of hours in and Right. Um, Tiny Teen is awesome, and this looks awesome. So I just need to figure out what the best system to get it on that would work for me is. Um, yeah, and luckily see. this time we know that you know we couldn't do crossplay um, on on Sony's end at least because uh, they didn't allow it. Um, but this time it looks like they are actually enabling it for crossplay uh, on the PlayStation. So I think no matter what system you're going to be getting it on. You can we can all play together, which is definitely a big plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we don't have to be system locked. Are, are you now? You don't have a PlayStation. You do have an Xbox. Well, I have a PS4, have a and I have an oh, right, Xbox okay. One, and I have a PC and a Switch. So somewhere along there, those lines it will be played. You you don't have any of the new generations. I didn't realize. That. I thought you had an Xbox X. No, no, no. Oh shit! I did not know that. No, yeah, I don't know, man. I just—it's just like I get so little time with the television itself that it's like mm-hmm. I couldn't justify it. You know what I mean? Um, right. And as of right now, there—you know—there there really isn't anything that is truly like next gen only that that's got me going. Well, damn, I screwed up here. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right. So. I mean, I, I, I'm really with you, actually. I definitely thought there would be a lot more um, that would have come out that would really drag people into the new mm-hmm. generation. But honestly, there, everything that was really huge that might have done it kind of failed. So um, it's, yeah, I definitely, I, I see where you're coming from. And I, I'm certainly not like, dude, like you fucked up. You should have got one. I really can't say that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, but it doesn't look like there's any sign of it coming to Switch, so you will probably have to pick a. Yeah, I mean, it might make it eventually, but it. Borderlands Three hasn't made it, so I don't think it's gonna. Exactly. Well, you know, dare to dream, I suppose. But uh, right. either way, for me, I'm definitely getting it 100%. Can't wait. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Now, this next thing, this is the really big gaming news that came out: Harry Potter Wizards Unite. We finally mm-hmm. got a update wait well no not wizards unite legacy hogwarts legacy hogwarts Did we legacy, write it yeah. wrong in the show notes yeah we've been harry potter wizards unite yes. as soon as i was like wait wait wait, there's no harry potter in it <laughs> we're so good okay <laughs> scratch that not wizards unite i think wizards unite closed didn't it yes it did just recently yeah. close as a matter of fact yeah yeah okay so scratch all of that restarting 
<laughs> Hogwarts Legacy, um, the Harry Potter game that is coming that does not feature Harry Potter in the slightest bit. We finally got, you know, that was teased a long time ago. Um, everyone wanted to know so much more information about it. They kept it like pretty, you know, tight lipped. Yeah. yeah, until just the other day, whenever they released a big, it was like 14, 15 minutes of all of this information on it. And I got to say, my fucking God, this game looks amazing. Now, I, I don't think you got a chance to watch all of it, or did you? No, I didn't get to watch. I didn't really didn't get to watch much of it, if I'm being really honest. But it's yeah, I saw fine. enough I, that made me want to play it. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me tell you right now. Um, you know, I, I definitely I was disheartened to hear that there was not going to be a multiplayer aspect to it, and that is confirmed again. Like you know, some rumors came alive at one point that maybe it is, and they misspoke originally. But no, they straight up said again. Um, like by the way, just reconfirming with you guys there will be no multiplayer aspects to this game mm-hmm. so that's a little disheartening still but i gotta say and, and and whenever they said that originally i was like i just don't think it's gonna be that great then like i'll play it but i it's not gonna be like an amazing game i don't think man i gotta say this game gives me like god of war level vibes i and i've i'm really interested to see it like I was trying to even be like, I knew I was looking at it kind of pessimistically, even whenever I was watching it, but every single time that they went into like a new feature, cause I was like, oh, I bet combat, I saw a little bit of combat in, in one section. I was like, I'm not sure about how the combat's going to work. Like that could be kind of repetitive and limiting from the look of it. But then they went into the combat section and they talked about all the different combat features. I'm like, shit, this actually looks really fucking good it's incredibly diverse because one of the biggest things that I hate about games with, um, with combat is like repetitive moves where visually it looks all the same after a five hit combo. Right. Mm-hmm. Well here it, it honestly looks very diverse. You can use all of these weave together, all these different spells and create different combinations. It looks fantastic actually. That's good. And, and they have lots of countering features, and dueling features. And um, even beyond that, you can utilize herbology and uh, I forgot what they call it, beast beastology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can literally like, you know, get certain plants and you can put them out in combat if you want different potions. Um, you can use different animals that you've trained you. There's like companions and stuff like that and all this crazy stuff. And they have a, it looks like a pretty dynamic and deep, um, you know, talent and abilities tree system, you know, that you can play into mm-hmm. and man, it, it just looks really good. And, and the whole thing set in the late 1800s, they said, so you have an entirely new you know, character, um, every, you know, all the, for the most part, um, all of the professors are different and you see all of these, uh, like some of the ghosts and stuff like that, like certain nearly had this Nick, He's yeah. in there because, you know, it makes sense that he's there. So you do have some familiarity. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it feels really new. The main uh, antagonist seems to be this, uh, like, goblin character, which is really cool to see, like, a goblin in that world have such clout. Um, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, there's just so much to it. And the graphics look insanely good. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. And also, you're not starting. This was a strange one. I'm not sure how they're going to do this. But you're starting as a fifth year transfer student that's so like it's it's a little strange yeah i thought it would have been and i thought it would have made sense too to start in 
like your first year but i guess it's kind of a way to be able to make it logical that you would have, have these powers all of these different abilities yeah so i think that maybe that's the reason why but i think it really shows like just how far you can take the the ip beyond what we know because that's kind of been you know mm-hmm, everything's mm-hmm. been connected to harry potter right i know it's it's like um, the skywalker saga it's just like can you exactly just, like give like, us something send us new? back forever yeah exactly send us back a really long period of time where i don't I would be strange to even hear these names. Um, and so that's what they do here. And, and that's definitely what I want to see because the world can be so much bigger than what we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a really interesting. Definitely check that out. If you're at all interested, very fucking cool. Um, yeah. It yeah, looks I, you, yeah. You don't, I know you don't have too much more to say on that, but yeah, I think that's actually it for today. Right. I think so. Yeah. It's pretty chill week. I'm, I'm really wishing that like, we could get like some more news like because it's just like it seems like such a slow start to the year do you know what i mean like absolutely it's just like it seems like nothing's really getting released i mean we're getting things but it's it's nothing new like it's all stuff that we already knew was coming you know like for like forbidden west and and um you know, all these other things. I mean, Kirby comes out, I think, this week or next week or something like that as well, which I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, we got some other big titles that are coming uh, this right. year. It's just a matter of, you know, when you know when that stuff drops. We're just kind of like in this deluge still, which I, th- I kind of had thought would like only make it through January, but it just kind of keeps... Keeps freaking going. going. Like, where's yeah. my news? Um, <laughs> same so. same boat here. I mean, I remember, especially towards the end of the year last year, we had so much stuff to cover constantly. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah, this one, it just feels super light. Well, I think the big so. here, here's the biggest problem. The, the biggest problem right now is that, you know, because everything was delayed so much during, like, the COVID, um, mm-hmm. there's not we're not getting new stuff because we're still just hearing about the crap that we've been waiting for, for the last year and a half. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Still dealing with the fallout of, of COVID. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I think, you know, come next year, I think the news cycle towards the end of this year, I'm thinking that we're going to start to really hear about new stuff because I just don't think they've got enough to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. So we'll 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 see, I guess. Yeah, that'll wrap it up for this episode, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Of course, thank you, Muggin. Yeah. And um, no thanks you. To, no thank you to Hooch, I guess. <laughs> Left hanging, bro. It's okay. Kids are important. But, uh, no, yeah, he'll he'll be back next week, so no worries there. Um, but yeah, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.